I will never forget the day that my AAU basketball coach asked me this question that completely caught me off guard. He said, do you know what your problem is? My problem is, I don't have a clue. I mean, I wasn't wanting to get in trouble. I was coachable. I worked hard. My problem? He said, your problem is you've got too many options. Too many options? What are you talking about? Now, I didn't say that. I just looked at him with this blank look on my face because anybody who's ever played for the six foot eight, 300 pound former Marine knows that you don't want to catch a coach tree death stare because that will burn a hole right through the middle of your forehead. All right. So he explains, Brian, most other kids that you're playing against in this tournament, they don't have options. If they don't earn a scholarship, they're not going to college. If they don't outwork you and beat you, they're not going to college. It's their only option. But see, if Brian doesn't get a scholarship, it'll all work out just fine for him. He still goes to college and has a good life. Your problem is you got too many options. Welcome to the Be Bold or Be Forgotten podcast. My name is Brian Brown. Have you ever wondered why some people's stories are told for generations after they've passed, yet most are forgotten within just a few short years? Have you ever put much thought into which category you'll end up in? What we're going to do is go behind the scenes and let anybody who wants to watch me fight. Fight to become a lineage maker for my family while my chips are down and the odds are against me. Maybe in that process, you'll decide that you want to become a lineage maker too. Decisions become much easier when the option isn't available, right? And here's what I mean. Every Halloween, my stepmother gives me and Sarah a big bag of candy. And one year specifically, both Sarah and I couldn't seem to stop eating this candy, even though we know that it's not good for us. So every single time we pass by the pantry, we pick out a piece of candy, even though, you know, candy's not good for you. We couldn't solve the problem. But eventually, it came to me. And so I take this big bag of candy, I pull out the trash can, and... To Sarah's dismay, I dropped it straight down into this dirty trash can. What are you doing? (laughs) She said, and I go, I'm solving the problem. See, if it's not an option for us to eat it, we're not going to eat it. Plain and simple. Decisions become easier when the option isn't available. We got to take away our options. Taking away options doesn't guarantee that you'll succeed, but it dramatically increases those chances. And that's a big part of the reason that I'm doing this podcast, because for me, it takes away a lot of options. Let me explain. So in the past, I would not share my goals publicly. And reason being, I just thought that it was more admirable to work in silence and let your results speak for themselves and that's how I believed until I you know, met this kid named Sashin Governor from South Africa. He comes along, changes that, changes that entire philosophy. And if you haven't seen the screenshots embedded in the article that I wrote, uh, check out the full story. It's on my website at brianjbrown.us. See, before, 
when I kept my goals private, it was an option for me not to achieve them because then I wouldn't look foolish to the world if I didn't. There was no real accountability. But now, when I make things public, I create this very high level of accountability to follow through on what I say I'm going to do. And, you know, again, it's not going to be perfect, but I'm starting to stack the odds in my favor. I'm taking away options. So to give you an example, I recently created a course where we help people get unstuck in their business by extracting a story that they never realized they had. Uh, We call it story extracting. And now I've been, I've been working on this for several months to get all the pieces in place. I had a lot of the pieces in place already, but what tipped me over to actually getting it done was announcing it that I would have it live on a certain date. In fact, the only reason I got it done in the timeline that I did was because I publicly scheduled it. Same thing with this podcast. The only reason that it launched on January 15th, 2020 was because I publicly committed to doing so Uh, about three months earlier, I I simply took away the option of putting it off any longer. So before, it was an option to not achieve the goal because I kept it to myself. There was no accountability. But now, I share my goals, more of my goals publicly, which largely takes away that option of not achieving it. It just provides an insanely high level of accountability. So let me ask you, what goals might you consider making public? What deadlines might you announce at risk of looking foolish if you don't meet them? I am not telling you to throw away your Halloween candy, but maybe what you do is you put your ass on the table and do something bold, something that takes away your options, like telling the world that you're going to take your family to Disney in the next 12 months and having a plan to do it, like buying a 10-pack of personal training sessions and posting a before picture in your underwear on social media. Or maybe like you stop pretending like you didn't promise your wife that she could adopt a kid that you talked about before you got married. Or like calling your five closest friends and telling them that you're going to make 20 prospecting calls every single day for the next two weeks. Otherwise, you're taking them all out to the nicest steak dinner in town. Use your best judgment, of course, but come on now. When are you going to stop playing small just because you're scared? Now, let's go another level deeper when it comes to taking away these options. See, if there's one thing that I've learned in life, it's that plans change, but decisions don't. And we can plan things to the best of our ability, but things won't always go according to plan. So instead of asking ourselves, what do I want to do during my lifetime? Because what we do and how we do it always evolves. We should be asking ourselves, who do I want to become during my lifetime? Because in the end, asking ourselves that second question will have a much bigger impact on what we actually end up doing during our lifetime. Now, you already know that I'm the type of person who usually needs things to get broken down for me and explained to him. So let me elaborate on this a little bit further. See, when we ask, who do I want to become? Now we're talking about this thing called identity. So when Tony Robbins says the strongest force in human personality is the need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves, he's talking about this thing called identity. Who do I want to become? It's that question, not the what do I want to do question. 
And what I've come to find out is that the actions that we take or or don't take are simply a byproduct of who we are and how we see ourselves, um, which is our identity. Like smoke is typically a byproduct of fire. A tree is a byproduct of a planted seed. So when um, NBA legend Kobe Bryant was asked how he wants to be remembered, he said he wants to be remembered. He wants people to think of him as a person that's overachieved. Now, I'm no grammar professional, as you can tell, but I do know that when you're talking about a person in this context, by the way, I learned this from my wife, you don't say, <laughs> you don't say a person that's overachieved. The proper English would be a person who has overachieved. See, Kobe wants to be remembered as the person who has overachieved. He identifies himself as an overachiever. And he saw himself as that person before he was that person. So it's no surprise to hear the stories about Kobe being three hours deep into his workout before the rest of Team USA even shows up to the gym to lace up their shoes. It's no surprise that he went through super intense workouts on game day. See, action follows the identity. His success was a byproduct of his work ethic. And his work ethic was a byproduct of who he is. Ultimately, being anything but a legend for Kobe Bryant wasn't an option. We got to take away our options. Take away the option of becoming anybody other than who you want to be, as cliche as it sounds. Remember, a lineage maker is someone who transforms the story of their family lineage. Most likely, there's some sort of pattern from the past generations that have been repeated over and over again in your family. A family could be riddled by divorce, uh, alcohol or drug addiction, abuse, infidelity, lack of education, absent parent or parents, financial failures, um, weight loss problems, health issues, or like we said, plagued by overall disgusting mediocrity. And unfortunately, most men mindlessly pass along these generational curses to their kids. And the percentage of people who become the ones that break that cycle, those patterns, those chains, it's small. But the person who does that for their family and even other families is a lineage maker. Do you know what your problem is? If you don't take away the option to become anything but a lineage maker... You're just a man who chooses to let the cycle live on. You're just the man who lived a quiet life of desperation who will tiptoe to the grave of forgotten. So in the very next episode, I will share the unexpected lessons revealed to me after 100 hours listening to a Chinese man. And in episode 7, I will read you word by word, every word of a very personal letter that I wrote to my dad. And all of this will be foundational to what I'm getting ready to do next. At the end of the day, we got to ask ourselves, if I don't win, who's going to lose? If I don't win, who is going to lose? Because here's the truth. If we don't do something significant with our lives, Why does it even matter how long we live? And the way I see it, we've got two options. Tiptoe quietly to the grave of forgotten or be bold and become a lineage maker for our families.
We're going to go on a journey together to find out exactly what it takes to make sure when our great-grandkids get asked who their great-grandfather is, they won't fall victim to a frozen pen. Hey, it's Brian. If you find this podcast to be worth your time, I'd ask you to consider giving it a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If it's a complete waste of your time, give it one out of five stars. If it's at all relevant to you living a better life and you plan on listening further, consider giving it five stars. Thank you in advance. And when you're ready, we've got an exclusive Lineage Makers official Facebook group that I'll invite you to access after you rate the podcast. Head over to brianjbrown.us forward slash podcast for more resources and details. You can also connect with me on Instagram at brianjbrown. I look forward to seeing you on the other side and in the next episode.